Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. We're winding down to the end of the school year. Uh, only got a couple of these left. And um, we're just going to jump right into it today. We're talking about baseball. We got both lacrosse teams, both soccer teams, uh, tennis, golf, you know, all the spring sports. They're uh, coming to a close. We're getting into the postseason. And uh, we want to start um, congratulating the tennis teams. I believe both won the region. And uh, I believe they're competing in state right now. Yeah, it looks like uh, region champs out of both sides, boys and girls, for tennis. And actually, they were playing a match yesterday. I believe it's for the first round of the state playoffs. And it it happened to be located at the High Grove Tennis Courts, the local neighborhood, because of, uh, it's, uh, I believe I heard the Plantera like, official courts they usually play on were being used by some college tournament or something. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think both teams won yesterday. I, I, I'm not sure about that, but I think I heard that. Uh, I believe they're won. supposed to win. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, congrats to tennis. Uh, great job in the region championships. And um, I'm going to move over into baseball and give you guys an update. Uh, the team is 19 and eight. That is overall record, but um, 17 and one in the region, 10 and 0 at home. They've won their last four. Um, including a 7-5 win over LaGrange, and then they swept Fayette County. Uh, the games are 15-1, 7-1, and 10 to nothing. And uh, today, I think they're wrapping up the regular season with a home game versus Harris County at 5:30. Yeah, some nice uh, margins of victory lately for the baseball team. Uh, it's been a first game of April was their last loss, which is not bad, and obviously you want to have that momentum uh, going into – the state playoffs and region standings. I don't know if they – do they do a region tournament for baseball? I couldn't tell you. Well, we'll keep you updated. Going into the postseason. <laughs> Going into the postseason. But, uh, yeah, baseball is looking good. Uh, probably, what, I think like six seniors on the team uh, looking for those guys to step up. Hopefully they can get their bats rolling. Uh, looks like, based on yeah. the recent scores, they, they have gotten them moving a lot better than they were earlier on in the year. But hopefully that can continue into the postseason. And they can – I mean, this team's pretty capable of preventing their uh, their opponents from scoring mm -hmm. runs. I see a streak yeah. of over five games here where they actually didn't give up a single run. Yeah. But – uh, it's it's all about the it's all about the bats and offense for this they've team. They scored thirty nine runs on this four game win streak, which is pretty pretty good. Um, you want to talk to me about how the soccer teams are doing? Yeah, soccer teams are doing pretty well. The boys uh, are sitting at ten and seven and uh, overall, six and one in the region. They just recently are coming off a win against Fayette on senior night. They won five to one. Um, Pretty pretty straightforward victory five to one in soccer is pretty mm -hmm. a pretty handle handle. They won handily. And then prior to that game, they had just beaten Macintosh, which I think is the first time in seven years. Wow, something like that. And uh, if, if you go and check out, I think the story's up on on uh, the prowlernews.org for that. And uh, just go and look at the the picture. Uh, the cover photo for the story, and I, I think it's all the pitchers involved with that are pretty awesome. You can see the emotion from Coach Haney because uh, first time in seven years, he's about. Mm -hmm. he, I mean, he's the only one who's been here <laughs> for seven <laughs> years to experience that. But uh, that's awesome for the guys. A uh, good group of seniors for them as well, 
and they'll be playing at 7 tonight at Pace Academy, and that'll end their uh, regular season, and then they'll be headed to state. And for the girls' side, they're 11-3-3, and 5-1 uh, and in the region, so both are doing really well in the region, uh, combined two losses. And they also beat Fayette on senior night 6-0, uh, pretty easy victory. They played really well. Lost to McIntosh in a heartbreaker in PK's uh, Friday of last week, one to one for the whole game. Went to overtime, no no goals. Yeah. Lost unfortunately. And I believe our starting goalie was injured for the game. Yes, so. and I, I actually believe McIntosh's starting goalie might have broken her leg or something, if I can remember oh, correctly. Yeah. But uh, tough result for them. But they came back, bounced back with an easy six nil win. Uh, the following Tuesday, and and uh, they'll have one more game this uh, one more game than the boys, and that'll be on the twenty fourth of the of April, and that'll be uh, actually nope first game of the state playoffs. Never mind. <laughs> they're playing theirs is already loaded up. Who they're going to play? They're playing Locust Grove <coughs> in their first round matchup, and that'll be on the twenty fourth at six. I guess the seedings are already. Um, I believe McIntosh boys and girls are coming off state championships. Yes, for I, both the teams. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, it looks like they lost a lot of seniors last year. McIntosh did, but definitely huge to get one of the two in the battle of the bubble, especially soccer, because yeah. that's one of the sports that usually leans McIntosh, leans green. But mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like a. Things are changing. We kind of got the best of them in basketball, too, this year. Yeah, it's tides are turning, finally, mm-hmm. once Still I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dominating them everywhere. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to run through lacrosse real quick. Um, boys are 14-2, 8-0 in the region, 9-0 at home. They've won three in a row, and I think what stands out the most to me, they've outscored their opponents 275-89. to Wow. Yeah, they've been on a hot streak, um, dominating. Most teams are playing. Uh, both games they lost were pretty close, and uh, they only have two games left. April 23rd against Eagles Landing at 5.55, and then um, April 26th, which is a Thursday, against McIntosh at 7.45, and I will be covering that. And um, A couple days after the game, the story should be out. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we can win those two going to the playoffs at 16-2, and two. and I know the problem with both lacrosse teams really is getting somewhere in the playoffs. Hopefully that... Uh, we can make a run this year. I know we got a pretty good team. Girls, same record, 14 and two. They're seven and zero in the region. They've won their last two. Outscored their opponents 256 to 63. So uh, some domination from our lacrosse teams, and they only have one game left. One game left. Uh, also on April 26th, um, the opponent is to be announced, but I it, think it's most likely McIntosh. Uh, I think the area was split into two subdivisions it's kind of like an area championship so um, Thursday I believe both teams should be playing McIntosh I'll be covering both games um, don't know if it'll be two stories or one but uh, make sure you're looking out for that on the prowlernews.org but yeah um, you know lacrosse as expected you know normally dominating the regular season we're just hoping that we can go somewhere in the playoffs and just a more of a question to you uh, didn't they split the region into two kind of sub-regions pretty much because it was such a top-heavy region and they mm-hmm. wanted to kind of make it a little bit more. These The top two teams are going to f- 
basically face off at the end to declare yeah. champion. I think that's. I think um, us and Macintosh kind of dominated the the region, um, so they split it into two little sub regions, and um, so yeah. But I think that it's likely that we play Macintosh in that. I think that that's what we should be expecting. And I think it'll be a good game. I covered those games last year. They were both close. Um, hopefully we can get the wins. But yeah, boys have two games left. Girls just have the one on Thursday. And um, we're hoping to make a run at state this year. And looking over at golf, uh, before we hop into our interview for the day, uh, just finished the region tournament and we won it on both ends both uh, male and female uh, the girls I not sure if this is the exact number but I think it's somewhere just around 50 49 might be the the right number they, they won the, the tournament by 49 strokes which is just absolutely out, outrageous to do <laughs> I mean that's just pure domination so Props to the girls. The guys got it done as well. Uh, solid team, young teams, both of them. And uh, so we'll be looking looking ahead to state for both of those teams. I think they've each got a couple more um, <clears throat> a couple more matches before state, but mm-hmm. hopefully they can kind of continue their solid trend yep. and head into state, which will be. Pretty much a, a home match, if you will, uh, because the the guys will be competing at a, at a local course, Plantera Ridge, and then the girls will also be competing at a local course, but they'll be at Braylon, mm-hmm. and that'll be on the 21st and 22nd of next month, so right at the end of school. Mm-hmm. So, um, I believe both teams are coming off state championships. Yes, I think, yes, they are. Yeah. Both teams are coming off state championships uh, last year. We had the second place individual uh, finisher as well on the guy side, Andrew Crockett, but had the number one team for both mm-hmm. boys and girls. And uh, so with this, the golf teams winning the region, we decided to sit down with a sophomore from the boys team, Luke Phillips, and um, we're going to conclude the episode with our interview with him, and uh, we'll switch you over there and the episode will conclude with that. Hey, Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. We're sitting down with Luke Phillips from the golf team. Uh, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk to him about the season so far, and uh, I just want to start out by asking, you know, what do you think has been your high point of the season? Uh, the high point was definitely a nine-hole match against Locust Grove. I was able to tie the course record, or not the course record, tie the uh, school record. And, I mean, it's been a pretty successful season, like usual, for Stars Mel Golf, but... Everyone's always got a couple low points of their season, so hit us, give us those. What, what do you got? Uh, the low points, one of them probably was at a uh, match play tournament in Augusta. I ended up coming in second. Uh, so it's a point system in match play, and um, a win counts for three points, and a tie counts for one point, and I think we lost the tournament by one point. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely tough. So, um, can you give me some of the top guys on the team this year? Yeah, the top guys. Um, there's actually a lot of top guys. Uh, Mason Mayfield, he's a junior. Uh, he's he's a good player. Uh, Bryce Holloway, George Langham, Tucker Sutton, Drew Bogomil. Uh, they're all in my grade. They're all pretty good too. Uh, there's a lot of there's we have a lot of young people on the team. Mm-hmm. 
including yourself, and you just won Player of the Week. So uh, what does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. Uh, I work hard at golf. Um, so getting Player of the Week, I guess, it shows how much work I put into it. And looking ahead to the end of the season, what are your what are your expectations for kind of how you hope things kind of trickle down and end up? Uh, we have a few matches, a few nine-hole matches left. I hope we we're able to win those. Then obviously the the big goal is state. That's uh, last week of school. Hopefully we'll able, we're able to win that too. Can you talk to me about um, the preparation during the season for tournaments? Yeah, um, Coach Waller. He actually does a good job. He. Uh, he helps us a lot with practice. He always has drills set up for us, uh, whether it's putting, chipping, short game, or uh, just hitting off the range. He does a good job of uh, getting us prepared and letting us practice a lot. And golf is kind of one of the most mental sports uh, just because it's such a slow, steady kind of – You basically you can get in your own head if you're not playing well. So do you kind of put emphasis on your mindset during uh, matches? Is there a certain way you approach everything? Can you kind of give us an idea on how you, how you do that? Yeah, it really depends on how I'm playing. If I'm playing uh, or if I feel like I'm hitting the ball well and playing well, then I go out with a more aggressive mindset and try to attack, attack the course more. If I'm not hitting it well enough, then I just play a little more conservative and uh, just try to know my limits. Can you uh, tell me about your approach to the tournaments and if that changes between tournaments? Yeah, it's kind of like what I just said. If uh, if I feel good going to the tournament, then I'll um I'll go in with a more aggressive game plan and uh, try to go after more pins. If not, then I'll uh, just lay back a little. And we're hosting state this year at a local course, Plantera Ridge. The girls will be at Braylon, I believe. What is it? What, what kind of advantage does that provide for us as just golfers and knowing the course since it's such a local course? I'm sure you've played it a thousand times. What kind of what is that? What what sort of advantage does that give you over over the other competition? Uh, gives us a big advantage actually. Uh, just knowing like where you can hit the ball, where not to miss it, um, where some of the pins might be. Uh, a lot of the other teams they've uh, they've seen the course but not nearly as much as we have, and it gives us a, a pretty big advantage over the rest of the field. So um, last year, did y'all win state last year? Yeah, we did. And then uh, it's looking like you know y'all playing really well this year, and you know you're only a sophomore. So what are your expectations for beyond this season, your final two years? Uh, I have just to get four four state championships in a row. I think that'd be awesome. And clearly, last year you were the I believe the only freshman on the varsity squad, uh, one of the better players already on that team. And I don't want to say one of the leaders, but you were you're definitely one of the, the key parts to, to winning that state championship. So who on that team last year uh, kind of was your mentor as far as like helping you either for preparation, just knowing how to approach tournaments or anything? Who kind of helped guide you through your first year in high school at the at that varsity level? Uh, there are a lot of guys that I was really close with that helped me a lot, but I'd say the main guy was probably uh, Andrew Crockett. He was a senior on the team last year. He uh, graduated, and he went to go play at the University of Utah. But uh, me and him are really close. Um, he's a really good golfer, so there's a lot of competition between us. All we try to competing and beat each other. Um, he taught me a lot, though, just around the game of golf, just knowing what to do.
And outside of golf itself, do you is there anything you do uh, try to keep your body kind of prepared for tournaments, play, and whatever year round thing? I'm sure. Uh yeah, I mean I I try to work out every every day on the weekday. Um, I don't really do too much golf specific stuff, but I just try to keep myself in shape. Okay, got anything else, John? I think that's about it. Anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.